Hello, welcome, pilot episode, pilot. This is the first episode of a podcast that we have yet to title with me. My name's Kevin Christie, comedian, and... Hi, I'm Nick Youssef. Also a comedian. That's important for people to know, because yeah. they don't want to listen to podcasts that aren't from comedians. I'm from boring, regular civilians. Yeah, it, um, it would suck if you were just like a money manager. Yeah. I'm like, and here's how to finance a home. <laughs> <laughs> and tune out. We're going to talk about going on the road and how to get into a solid annuity. Right. <laughs> this um, is our yeah. first episode so, ever. What, yeah. And I mean, do you do a lot of podcasts? No, I've only been a guest on like three. Okay. That's it. See, I, me too. I've been a guest on like, you know, a handful, maybe a dozen or something. Right. But a lot of them are like, a, you know, it'll be a bunch of people. So they're, you're, you're kind of just contributing a little bit. And there's a state ordinance in California that if you make money as a comedian, you're required to have a podcast. Yeah. I think it's if you've ever made a dollar. Yeah. It's like having dollar. homeowner's insurance if you own a home. It's not, it's not, you don't have a choice. It's a law. Yeah. You, cut, you get kicked out of stand-up. Yeah. If you don't have a podcast after, I think, a year now. A year. In the business. Like yeah, that. a year in the business. Yeah. And I like to get into things really late. Yeah. Because it becomes post-ironic. Yeah. I wait so long it becomes cool again. Right. So, like, we're kind of like the Dare t-shirt. Yeah, we're it's a dare. We're, it's that's exactly. A second wave now. I think about the dare T-shirt all the time. For those of you that don't know, the dare T-shirt's a what's that stand for? Uh, drug awareness resistant education. And it's probably the most popular of ironic T-shirts that you can't buy at Urban Outfitters. Yet, I y- yet yeah. They must have made more dare T-shirts than any other organization like that. Like oh, yeah. Moms Against Drug Driving or whatever. Yeah. I've owned three different Dare t-shirts. Yeah, I've owned a few. I have one now. I, I bought one a couple years ago. Yeah. Because I saw it at like a whatever Goodwill and it was $2 or something. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, that I could use that for anything. Right. You know, so I'm just going to... It's one of those things you just kind of have in the background. Nick and I are both... What I, I, it, We would be accused as, of being hipsters, you could say. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But what I'm I was thinking is, do you? I don't consider myself one. A, I think I'm too old. Yeah. Here's the problem with that is that that's one of the hallmarks of being one. Yeah, is not so, is denying it. It's like alcoholism. Well, well my, th- I can. I'm not. They're like, well, that's the first. Thing. I almost, I wish I like was better at all that stuff. That would like. I wish I was a little thinner. Yeah. And knew where to go for yeah. things that are cool. Yeah. But I, you and I would definitely be accused of that. We both live in Los Feliz and Silver Lake. Yeah. We're really into denim. Oh, yeah. In fact, one of our possible names for this podcast is Raw Denim. Yeah. So if you're hearing this, think about it. Yeah. The other name, Love Density. Love Density. Which good. reeks of like some hipster irony bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. We like music made by mostly whites. But we like to get into the influ- what influenced those whites. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. dig deep yeah. into what influenced those white guys, and it's always a black guy. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where we really, that's what we really care about. Yeah. Not enough to like give money to like an African-American college fund or anything like that. I don't that. even know where to do that. Yeah, no, but that's, we really care about authenticity. Yeah. Despite living a life that's not that authentic. At all. At all. Yeah. I was I was telling I was telling the reason I suggested raw denim is I realized I've spent a lot of my money and time hunting down jeans that look like they're worn by someone with a respectable 
job like that a involves blue collar. a blue collar, yeah. really pre 1960s, yeah. 1970s manual labor job, like working at like a Lockheed or being an auto mechanic. Yeah. You know, the grease monkey look is very cool to me. I, re- I think it's a lot to do with the, it's one of the only looks you can have as you get older. Yeah, because it, it kind of it grows. It's something you could grow into. It's, it's really plain. Like, the clothes are really plain. And it's adult. It's like it's, it's adult, cool, yeah. but adult. Because like the guy who owns the mechanic shops a grown up. Yeah, yeah. When when you when you see that look, you think like, oh, it's hipstery now, but it's also adult. Like we can't, as we get older, start wearing like you know weird like bright pink and weird yeah. like 80s i like stuff. that like when i see i live across the street from high school and i see kids wearing like those super crazy multicolor stuff yeah, yeah i think it looks really cool i just realize i can't yeah. get away with that i would look silly yeah it's like that it's that 80s throwback kind of like um i am wearing a skateboard t-shirt now right right now though right yeah, yeah, yeah i think i'm having a midlife crisis <laughs> at, at, in your mid-30s in my mid-30s because i i i'm single i live alone so there's no like supervision yeah and like i just keep anything that's reissued from my youth i buy oh yeah like, like the, t-shirts what, what they're doing with vans right now yeah is heartbreaking when i was cleaning my house last night i have 12 pairs of vans yeah that are not age appropriate for mm-hmm. me but i still buy them yeah because they like they trigger like an emotional yeah connection to where i feel like was it like a, a simpler time in my life yeah. which it wasn't but I feel like I mean, it was. In, in ways it was, because you were younger. Simpler, but less. Not, I don't think of it. I, I think I was talking about this today where, like, nostalgia makes things seem better than they were. Yeah. Like, I was a really miserable teenager. Oh, me too. But, like, you look back, ah, high school. It's like, I hated every second of it. Yeah. Like, my life is way better now. It's not even close. Oh, yeah. I, like, I wouldn't want to go back and be a teenager. But in, in a lot of ways, you look back, and it was simpler because... Even your misery was simpler. It wasn't a, a, yeah. a complicated, like, oh, I can never fix this and my life will never turn around type of thing. Yeah. There were no, you know, divorces or, like, huge deaths or, like, you, you know. You felt like you couldn't fix anything. Oh, of course. But yeah. I think the, the reason you do that is because you think you can go back and do it because you want to go back with your brain now. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could just yeah. conquer things. Cause, but at the time, you're such an emotional wreck. Yeah, it's you're, you're vulnerable and, like, you're... Yeah. You're experiencing all these, like, at the time, they're new things, like girls d- turning you down or yeah. dumping you. Or I've always thought this, that or, in, when you're in high school, every day could be the worst day of your life at any given second. Yeah. So you just spend the whole time terrified. That's how yeah. I felt. I felt like if someone decided to today, they could embarrass me to a level that would just ruin my young life. Yeah. And I wouldn't have any control over it. I could try to stop it, but it wouldn't go super well. That's why, like, I, I'm starting to talk about this in stand-up, but not enough to where I, I don't think... Like, we can talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, like, like, not enough to where it's not nowhere near yeah, funny it's yet. Not, it's not anything yet. But it, like, I, for a while I thought that when you hear about, like, bullying, all the bullying that goes on now... right. My my mind, because I grew up in like you know the '90s where there wasn't like an internet or you know anything like that. I thought like bullying was like I mean I got bullied. Yeah, you know, I was treated like by today's standards. You did for sure. What do you mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullying now is like just is ver- it's like verbal. If I counted verb what I heard verbally as bullying, I got bullied every day. Oh yeah, yeah. Bullying when I was young, I thought you had to be beat up. Yeah. Like someone had to beat you up like on the reg. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, once or twice a week you had a bully yeah. who found you and sort of beat you up yeah. regularly. Like that was pretty rare. I never I didn't see much of that. That didn't happen to me. Yeah, it didn't happen to me either. I think I I 
it happened to me less just because I was always one of the taller kids in yeah, school. Yeah, you were tall. And like, but I wasn't like I was kind of lanky and like I never, I never, I didn't obviously have the reputation of like that guy fights people. I was yeah. like, I was verbally I could accost you and insult you, but like I didn't think of the consequences. And then I'm like, oh wait, these guys are mad now. Fuck, I gotta tall, run. Tall. You know? As I get older, I re- tall is such a win. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. I would. I was telling a friend of mine once. He's, he's like six three. I'm five ten. I go the five inches between the top of my head and your head yeah. is a whole other universe yeah, that you're yeah. not even aware you live in. Yeah. It's just look at the statistics on tall people and success. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Almost all the presidents, like it's the tall people just do better because you're just above. You have to look up. Yeah. To be mad at someone and you're just physically naturally intimidated. Yeah. There's physically more there and then you feel like there's more just in every other way. I would take out like a a a mortgage style loan to be taller (laughs) like a 30-year fixed yeah like a 30-year fixed loan where i make payments i'd probably i'd probably pay five hundred dollars a month yeah i'd try to be six one or six two i think it'd be worth it like i would make that much easy extra I would. Oh, yeah. It would pay for itself easy. It would pay for itself. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would finance it and pay it off. Like the thing is, I'd be I'd done paying it off when I was sixty. When I when you start to shrink. Yeah. It yeah, seems you start going back the other way. Yeah. It seems totally yeah. worth it. And by then, maybe you've built interest and you get some of the money back. Well, you've you reinvested it. Yeah, yeah. You have a hot month where your height yeah. help. Like you get a you get a clothing campaign. Yeah. Or something like I get a deal maybe for Gap. And it was only because of my height. They don't hire short models. Yeah. So they pay me a hundred grand. I pay that right back into the principal. Yeah. My payment goes down. I'm now I'm paying two fifty a month. Right. Would be so great. And by then you're six already six two. I'm six two. Yeah, it would yeah. have to take hold quick. Right. It'd have to like I, you'd have to get the height within six months. So just so it'd be bigger... like solar panels to where you're like paying into it too much. Yeah. In the beginning, you're like oh, I'm getting. It's when you buy a house for the first like decade, all you pay is interest. Yeah. And you're not paying into anything. Like I owe the same amount of money on my house that I did when I bought it, basically. No way. Or close to it, because for the I've only had it like five years, so you pay a lot of interest. Oh shit. So. So like that's like, what that's it'd be crazy. Like. I'm like I pay rent on a fucking apartment building. I'll never own ever. And I'm like, whoa, this is insane. Oh wait, <laughs> I'm getting ripped off daily. Here's the um, thing: you're all we're all getting ripped off. There's no well, winning. Yeah. yeah, only rich people win. But what's funny about tall is that when I was in school, I got made fun of for it because you just get made fun of for everything, anything, like yeah. anything that kind of stands out. In any also, way. you were ethnic in a very white town. Oh yeah, yeah. Nick yeah. and I are from the exact same hometown called yeah. La Crescenta, California, otherwise known as the Lock. The Lock. We went to. <laughs> Crescenta Valley no High School. Um, we didn't know each other. Nick's younger than me. I graduated before you were there. Mm-hmm. But uh, you would have gotten made fun of for being ethnic. Oh, yeah, I did. A lot. Yeah. Towelhead. Yeah. You hear that? Terrorist. Oh, yeah. Were you hearing terrorists yet? I was, no. I mean, I think uh, after that first World Trade Center thing in 93, okay. I got a little bit of it. But, I mean, in 93, I wasn't watching CNN or anything. I didn't no. even know. <laughs> Yeah, I heard. Um, I remember. I don't remember the kid who did it, but I remember I was on the lower pra- playground at at uh, the elementary school, and some kid walked up to me. We were like on the basketball court, and he goes, "Hey, are you a terrorist?" 
And I'm like, what? No, no, no. I didn't really even know what one was. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't even be able to put my finger on what that was in high school. And it turned out that the the guy that bombed the Trade Center originally, his name was Ramsey Youssef. Ramsey Youssef, yeah. And my name is Nick Youssef. So yeah. this kid, I thought he put it together, but apparently his dad told He brought me up, Accent I guess. on the apparent. Yeah. He brings me up to his dad or something because we had the same class or whatever. And then his dad tells him apparently that i'm a terrorist yeah so he goes to ask me and i was like he's like well my dad said that you're one because your last name is the same as the guy that <sighs> so great yeah way and to I, go la crescenta yeah way so there was go. a lot of that there was a lot you know and yeah. then being tall i i wanted to not be tall i noticed tall people slouch a lot oh, yeah, especially yeah. women tall yeah. women slouch yeah because it's you know it's tough you're drawing attention you get your there's more attention on you yeah just naturally when you get older, it, the benefits of being tall come into play. You know, when you start, like, when kids start playing sports more, all of a sudden you're wanted on the basketball team. Yeah. And you have a little more popularity. You can catch an outlook pass and you're good in the paint. Yeah. Girls start realizing that tall guys are more attractive. Yeah, and clothes then, fit you, know, you better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I wear the basically the exact same clothing, yeah. but yours look better on you because you have longer legs. I have also huh. short legs for my height, ladies. You do? Yeah. I have a long torso and short legs. Right. So I, I have the exact same body proportions as Britney Spears. Really? Yeah. Basically. Like Bobby Lee, right, is probably five inches shorter than me, but our asses are at the exact same place. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's real upsetting. There's no way I'm not going to be able to pay attention to that. Next time <laughs> you guys are together. I'm like, can you two turn around for a minute? I, I need can't to check out jump high. Like, it's why I was never very good at skateboarding. I'm fairly coordinated as a person, but I have no leap. Yeah. My legs are short. <laughs> I can't jump. Like, I'm six foot four, and I can't dunk. Jesus. That was never four. Like, I opted for. What? The There's got to be a monetary worth to height to where it's like, in the same way. That like what you know? What's the mo- you can gauge how many Twitter followers you have and how much yeah. that works? Like, what's the monetary worth for being six inches taller than me? I don't know. It's got to be something though. It's got to be something. There's got to be a list on the internet or like, like if you were like, how much would you pay? It'd be a lot. Yeah, guys spend fifty grand f- to not be bald. Right, right, right. If you're tall and bald, it doesn't matter that you're bald. Oh yeah, especially if you can grow a cool beard. No one can see the top of your head anyways. Yeah. So it's all face. You're too busy being like really tall. Yeah. So people are like, wow. If you're like a short, bald guy, tough. It's over. Well, uh, what's his name? The guy, Jason Alexander from Seinfeld got yeah. like a whole new head of hair. Which is kind of funny because he like, like t- TV fame or any fame cancels yeah. all that out. Short, bald, overweight. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter. He said, and he was, he was real honest about it. He was like, yeah, I'm buying a new, complete. he got the like scalp transplant or something. And he oh, was wow. like, I'm wearing wigs. If I want to play a character with hair, it's awful. Right. Just has to glue a wig to his head and rip it off every day. Oh, wow. Like, I sort of get that. And as long as you're sort of honest about it. Yeah, if if you don't lie. If you're just like, I just got new hair. Fuck you. What are you going to do? Yeah, and if it looks normal. Yeah. There's like a new way they do it and it looks normal. Yeah, they do look better now. Well, they don't have to do that weird seam in the back of your head where they take it all out in a line. Yeah. Like Jeremy Piven did. Yeah. Well, then you can't shave your head. Like yeah. He shaved his head and he had this like seam in the back of his head. It's so weird. Yeah. They're going to solve that thing in like a decade anyways. It's amazing they haven't already. Speaking of solving diseases, let's talk about AIDS. Oh yeah. And your AIDS ride, Nick. Um I find this interesting because not that you're like this, but all most people that do stand up comedy are like this, we're very self-absorbed. Right. We only care about ourselves. Yeah. 
We think we care about the world, but only enough to talk about it in the form of a joke. How does my hair look? It looks really good. <laughs> you have a great salad up there. You got okay. a great top. <laughs> but like you did, you rode how many miles? I rode 545 miles. No one ever rounds up when they do something like that. It's always it's like when you read a book. It's a 368-page book. Yeah, no yeah. one ever's like, it's around 300. Yeah, you're going to know the exact amount. The exact amount. I'm not rounding down or up. I'm telling you the exact amount, the exact amount of days and how it felt in you, my soul. So he did an AIDS <laughs> ride where you raise money, you ask your friends for yeah. money. They and contribute strangers. And strangers. Yeah, you put it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. How much money do you think you got from friends versus strangers? Um, I mean, I definitely got more uh, from friends, obviously. Who was the richest friend that disappointed you with their contribution? <laughs> oh, I'm not going to give away names. Um, you know a handful of famous people? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I gave $250. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, which I think, here's what I'm curious about, because it's a very good thing you did. It's like for a good cause. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. 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 But my, I'm always very skeptical when it comes to charities. Oh, me too. Because they spend a lot of their money on stuff that's not the charity. On themselves. Yeah, billboards. Yeah. Like I was just talking about like an animal saving thing. And they, they spend a lot of money on advertising themselves. Like, So what about it? Was there any negative parts besides the work of it? Were there people that were lame? Well, I'll tell you, the work, first of all, was not a negative part of it. It was, uh, I thought it, I mean, I didn't. I went into it with the idea that it's not going to be. I wanted right. to do more than... Overtrain. Yeah, like overtrain and, uh, and overreach. Like an African runner. Oh, yeah, run yeah. Barefoot I wanted to get Kenyan about it. Yeah, you want you yeah. get Kenyan. You run yeah. barefoot in high altitude. You're like, I, Boston in the, yeah, in yeah. the spring? No problem. Yeah, fuck you. I'll do it back. Probably should have picked a different, different city, city. Let's go to New York. reference yeah. a marathon right now. Yes. That was a bad choice, you guys. Yeah. But that's going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, you want to overtrain. Yeah. And you feel like... So was the ride easier than the training? The ride was... Well, I'm in decent cycling shape because I do it anyway. Like I, I bike and stuff, which is part of the reason I wanted to do this right. specific charity. But it wasn't um, too difficult. Like I went into it with a bad knee. I hurt my knee Yeah, training, I remember you hurt your knee. Which was scary because I'm like, what if I can't do it? And then... You know, all these like, you know, texts and tweets about it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, hey, I hurt myself. You know, I feel like that wouldn't be a big thing. Like, I wouldn't want my money back. I'd be like, does the money still go to AIDS? Yeah, I don't care. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. that's the thing. I don't care about, <laughs> I don't care about you riding the bike part. Like, it's cool. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like an excuse. It's just a good gimmick to get your friends to give you some money. That's exactly why, yeah. Why You're like, I'm going to ride a really long time. It's going to be hard. You're like, okay, cool. I'll give you some money. That's yeah, hard. it ups the awareness because, yeah. you know, they go through small towns and, like, you know, they... It, Were it people... The did you get treated special? Absolutely. You go through these towns where... Road like, pussy. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, let me take off all this sweaty Everyone's clothing. Everyone's way <laughs> too tired. <laughs> Dude, it's want to have some extremely safe sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have 88 condoms on. Want to continue <laughs> preventing this scourge of a disease yeah, for 15 let minutes? Let's mutually masturbate because that's the only thing we feel comfortable doing because we're all thinking about AIDS right now. Right, right. Yeah, you go through these like small little towns, you know that that are like there's people out there holding up signs and yeah. they make like cookies and baked goods and barbecue and burgers that to just like Did you feel like you're going through any redneck towns where they were yelling gay slurs at you guys i didn't hear and we, i talked about this with a buddy of mine on like day five or something we kind of like you know as an you're like 
you know, I haven't heard a single gay slur. Yeah. We well, you would think t- you know. people, bigots would tie it pretty directly oh, to yeah, yeah. gay agenda. Well, there are a lot of like, there were a lot of gay and lesbian riders, yeah, you know, sure. and it's the, you know, it's an AIDS ride. It's, you know, it's the San Francisco AIDS Foundation and the LA Gay and Lesbian Center. So it's, yeah. it's literally written on everything. Yeah. But, you know, but I think what, what it was. That seems is, to me like some Westboro Baptist Church yeah. picketing shit. It's A, I mean, you're in California, so it's like, I mean, the central part of California is not really the liberal. Westboro Baptist Church, one of our sponsors, by the way. Yes. Don't want to say anything um, about that. Yeah, also Nike. Nike and Westboro Baptist Church, yeah. two of um, our sponsors. Thank you very much, guys, for getting in early. Yeah. The Westboro Nike SB, have you seen that show? <laughs> <laughs> there's, a West, there's a Westboro Baptist Church Nike town. Yeah. And uh, they got real good deals, because you got to stand around a lot in the sun when you're picketing a funeral. So you need good arch support. I want it to be in more colors than white, though. I feel like every shoe's white, and that's but that's kinda, their thing. It's sending a message. Yeah, I feel like they have such one. a strong message. Oh, they do. Yeah, Say, agree with it or not, strong. As far as clear cut messages go, you want to talk branding? Yeah, that ch- you know what that church stands for. Yeah, you have. We haven't seen that kind of branding since the Klan. I mean, the most specific branding is hate branding. Hate branding. Yeah, yeah. you know exactly where, like. The Nazis? What do you hate? Everything. Yeah. The white supremacists? You're never what like... Those, what do those guys hate? Basically everything. Yeah. You're never like, but do they like... It's yeah. never... There's never a question. Yeah. They don't rescue animals. They don't <laughs> believe in the environment. It's yeah. just... It's a purge. Yeah. They're after one They thing. want the world to end. That's ostensibly what yeah. they're hoping for to minorities. Happen. For minorities. Right. It's weird that they're not juiced on like gay marriage because they want the world to end so fast. Yeah. You could eliminate breeding. They're so <laughs> excited about end times. Right, right. Yeah, which is but yeah. So none of those people, I think, because the the ride's been going on for like seventeen years or something. That like, the towns they go through are now all very supportive of it. Yeah, and they, they know it's they, coming. They, there was one town we went through called Bradley, and they had a giant barbecue where they they made burgers and hot dogs, veggie burgers, and veggie no, no, hot dogs, full meat. What? Yeah, Do I you, find that offensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> They had veggie options. I think they may have. They had to have. I didn't even think about it because I heard burger and I'm like, I'll have three, please. Did you find yourselves like starving? Dude, you're starving all fucking day. How many calories are you burning? You're crushing power bars? What's going on? Uh, you're, you're eating power bars and drinking Gatorade more. I've, I've had did more. You, did you feel like, how do you, where do you, what do you do when you got to take a dump? You, there's porta potties at every Gross. single. No, because every day. It's a new campsite. Oh, so they're new. They just reek of that chemical. It's that over... Yeah, it just smells like very clean. Yeah. Like well, yeah, chemical clean. Yeah, chemical know? clean. Which you want at Yeah, that totally. You, you'd rather have that than yeah, like than fucking the... Power Bar Gatorade shit. You know, Jesus. I'd rather have that smell. But yeah, every... I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, that's going to be like Coachella style. Right. Porta potties where they just reek of booze and, you know... Not booze, but like just they reek of shit, you know. Um, Let's get wasted and cheer on an AIDS yeah, ride. Yeah. That seems rare. But yeah, every day the, the new campsite, new porta potties, spotless clean. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. But anyway, that town would have they'd have uh, you know they they made barbecue burgers and all that stuff, and you'd buy them for five or six bucks. Wait, all of it goes buy to, them. You had to pay for them because it's optional because um, they were raising money for their school. Okay, for their elementary school. Okay. So, like, while you're on a charity ride, you're donating to another fundraiser. There's so, so like, much money in being a good person. It's it crazy. That, that school raised... And I've been like, banking on evil this whole time. I know. <laughs> it's 
such a stupid yeah. way to be. Yeah. I've been really hoping that being a negative dick. Yeah. Well, when you're young, it's way cooler to be negative. You know, like if when I was 22, I would have been like, fucking AIDS charity ride, whatever, man. I'm going to yeah. a bar. Well, here's what I don't, I think being negative is easier. Yeah. Part of the, when we decided we should do this, because, A, we had to, we yeah. were forced to. But also, I've been thinking about this a lot lately where, Neg- ever and this isn't a new thing to discuss, but we're as as a as a society we're a bunch of real negative dickheads. Yeah, especially when you think of like the way the internet works and like there's this thing I oh the d- vibe of the internet is like it's, yeah it's a bitter fifteen year old. It seems like most of journalism kid that can't fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the internet is. Yeah, it's a fi- it's a fifteen year old with cystic acne. I never get online and go like, well, let's get ready for some positivity here yeah. on here online. Last night, I found there was a video on a website of a a girl who sings and she can make her voice sound like it's auto tuned. Yeah, and it's she sings a Rihanna song that's auto tuned and she sounds just like it, but her voice is not auto tuned. Uh-huh. And it's really impressive. And I watched I watched the whole thing, which is a lot for an internet video like six whole minutes which is a long time for a clip you find on youtube usually you tap out and i watched the whole thing and i'm like oh go look at the comments and by the way her voice was beautiful not from an from a a completely non-objective standpoint this is a beautiful voice by all standards right and some guy comes like you know that's that's just yodeling big deal it's like dude if you can't you can't do it though like you can't do it why are you being a dick about it like this girl is doing nothing but putting a nice thing online for people to look at to make you like inspired on on some level yeah but it seems like like the nitpick it's like it was more important for him to let everyone know he had this piece of knowledge yeah like they do this thing now on youtube where they'll like take an actor right and i know they did it with Kristen wig and they compiled all the time she did a certain thing in uh-huh. multiple movies to kind of imply like, oh, she does this thing all the time yeah. and that's like all she does. Like, She's more limited than you think yeah, it's like as an actress. First of all, you're an idiot. Yeah. Also, she doesn't edit the movie. Right. So you don't know what she did. Yeah. There's multiple, multiple takes. Yeah. And she's hilarious. What people don't get when they make comments like that, because they, they make them in with the assumption that like, hey, I'm going to show you all that I know. Yeah. And all you end up doing is showing how much you don't no. Yeah, and that you're just like a, a little, you're just like a little dickhead. Yeah, if you spend that much time like editing to editing together like a shit talking reel is essentially what it is. Yeah, basically. What else do you have? You don't yeah, have much spend, going on. You know, that's the thing. That's you always have to think of the inverse. It's like, okay, you cut together this reel. Do you know how much time that took you? You sad yeah. idiot. Yeah. Like what you could have been doing? You could have gone on an AIDS ride. Yeah. You could have gone and talked to girls. You could have whatever it is that bothers you. Yeah. You could have done that thing to fix it. Instead, you're just like, well, you actually noticed this thing. It's like, did you notice it? Yeah, most people didn't. And even if like it's even sort of true, who cares? Yeah, they're also it doesn't like make the movie less funny that she was in. Well, or like whatever. Will Smith's last movie didn't do well. So yeah. you're like, Will Smith's done. You're like, is he done? Yeah. The most successful actor of like the last twenty years. That's universally beloved. Hasn't yeah. done drugs, hasn't beat anyone. Yeah. Like no one's mad at Will. And what at is, least once a year we're gonna love him yeah, on fucking but, Independence yeah, Day. Yeah, we're going so. to love Will Smith once a year, hopefully till I'm dead. Yeah. Like and but as long as there's an America, people, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Will Smith is America. Yeah, he is. He if if they were like, look, it would sound crazy. Like, look, we're gonna put Will, Will Smith's silhouette in the American flag. Yeah, just kind of in and around the stars. Same number of stars. We're not taking out any states. Yeah, but we feel like 
he's great. I'd mm-hmm. be like, look, I know that sounds like a crazy idea, but you're going to sell a lot of flags because people are going to want the new flag. Mm-hmm. So you're going to raise, what's the money going to? Something good. Yeah. Age ride. Like, okay, I'm in. And also, I mean, the fresh fucking prince, man. All right. Like, so who doesn't know that theme song? When he was promoting that movie, he was on the Graham Norton talk show, which is a British talk show. Yeah. He go and his son, him and his son did a song for their new movie, the right. one that didn't do great. Something Earth, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I can't remember. So they go on and they're doing their song. They're doing the song from the movie. Well, and DJ Jazzy Jeff is there DJing for their song. Already great. Right. Fresh Prince, DJ Jazzy Jeff on the stage, same time. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yeah. All of a sudden, Will Smith goes, We have another surprise. Alfonso Ribeiro comes out. While they're doing Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song, yeah. he starts doing Fresh, Bur- Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song first. I got this wrong. The crowd, and this is a British crowd, go completely shit show. Yeah. They all stand up. Their faces are melting, basically, and they're uh-huh. screaming. He goes, one more surprise. Alfonso Ribeiro comes out. They play the Tom Jones song. It's not unusual. Yeah. He does the Carlton dance. Will Smith does it with him. So does the kid. Yeah. So does GJ Jazzy Jeff. And basically, everyone just dies of happiness. Yeah, everyone has an orgasm. I watched it, dead. I don't know, 10 times. And I yeah. realized I would buy tickets to just that six minutes performance. They're like Hollywood Bowl. It's yeah. a six-minute show. Yeah. Will Smith and this kid are going to do that song. It's fine. They're going to do the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. Mm-hmm. Then Alfonso Ribeiro comes out. They all dance to Tom Jones. I'd be like, how much are tickets? Yeah. Are they less than $200? Also, how many nights? Because I want to go. Yeah. Is it more than one night? Can I bring, can I do the picnic thing? Yeah. yeah. Is it less than 200 bucks a ticket? I'm definitely going to this. Yeah. Because I watched the crowd. Is it more than 200? Because I'm still going? Because I'm still going. Does that get me a t shirt? Yeah. yeah. If I go 300 and I get the package that gets the basket, (laughs) do I get a shirt that's a silhouette of all of them dancing, like the way the immigration, the the be careful of people running across the freeway shirt looks like? Mm -hmm. It was, and you watch the crowd freak out this is in england i had no idea the fresh prince of bel-air was huge in england yeah i think it's global yeah and you watch them all have like a a a communal experience like wasn't this show great yeah didn't we all love this show so much because like alfonso Ribeiro looked like he was having has a good life Mm -hmm. he looked happy he was there with it it, you're like oh they're still friends they're all still friends yeah that's why i think people get excited about those like photos like you see a cast you're like oh they still hang out right yay yeah, and everyone got like so. So the inverse of that is like, well, it's like, yeah, but you know, like Alfonso Ribeiro's not doing as well as Will Smith. It's like, shut up. Yeah, why does that matter? I mean, don't if you if you sat me. there, because yeah, people don't like Will Smith anymore. But I, I feel like they don't like him for ten seconds. But I can understand why, like, why you'd not like him if he was never good ever in anything. But yeah. when you talk about him, even for, we've been talking about him what for two minutes, yeah, and we've unearthed. Independence Day, an yeah. American classic. Men in Black. Men in Black, Great. awesome. And the fucking Fresh Prince. It's What's like the one where he was a cowboy? He was a cowboy in one of them? Um, it was like a train. Yeah, I kind of, I can't remember what it was called. He's and and what's it called? Let um, alone the episode of Fresh the Prince. The first Bad Boys. Yeah, the first Bad yeah. Boys when Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the episode where Ben Vereen comes back and plays his dad. Yeah, and it's heartbreaking, and that's where we saw that Will Smith was going to be a movie star. Yeah. Him that, and Uncle Phil hug, and it was heartwarming. That show was so good. They recast the mom, and I'm like, whatever. That's no fine. one noticed. It doesn't matter because Will She's Smith still, is this show. Yeah, it's the, you. It, I don't understand. Well, that's what I noticed. Is like I was noticing this on Twitter. I'll tell a joke. Mm-hmm. There was a certain group of people that reply to lots of my jokes, okay? Mm-hmm. I usually don't talk back with them. Right. I noticed that if you reply to me five times and I say nothing, the sixth thing is I suck. <laughs> like, it'll be like, 
love that like try to have a conversation about my joke and then if i don't talk to you then i'll get like a guy who had been saying nice things for like two weeks and then i made a joke he was like zach is your career's a failure and i was like oh i see who's <laughs> a little mad i think he's from montrose right he really? knows something about montrose uh, he like referenced it or something and it was like oh you're oh i see what happened you didn't get what you wanted, so now I'm the worst ever. Yeah. And but I think none of those feelings are genuine. Like one time a guy said I sucked. He was like, "You're the worst thing ever." So I retweeted it and I was like, "This guy thinks I suck." And a bunch not a bunch of people like four people were like, "You're an idiot." And then he was like, "I guess you're right." It's like I if I no no one means anything. Yeah, they just do it for any reaction they try for the positive reaction maybe first they don't get that so they just go the opposite yeah it's all attention every we all just want attention yeah and you'll take it in any form it comes with that's why you like i always think about the like when you see like a a 14 year old at risk teen on jerry springer and they're always like i don't care fuck you guys i'm gonna have sex with as many older men as i want it's like they just want any kind of attention at all. Yeah, because eight minutes later in the episode, they're in tears going, I just want to be loved. Yeah. I just want to get we married. We all either know somebody or are somebody that likes to be hit yeah. during sex or get choked or something. or just yeah. It's because uh, we just want to be touched and we'll take it anywhere we can, yeah. we can get it. Yeah, people need to just kind of harness and figure out what it is they actually want. It's hard to figure out. Yeah. I don't like, no one's ever choked me. Like in any way? No, I mean, yeah. Like my assaulted. Or- no, yeah, I've been like fighting choked. I mean, like sexually, no one's ever tried to choke me or spanked me. Have you ever asked for it? No, I don't ask for anything, which I think is a problem. Because then they don't know, and then I'm like, well, I didn't get you didn't give me. Yeah, sometimes all all it takes is just. Uh, I'll ask for no. I'll ask for some stuff that's not true. I'll ask for I'll I'll like ask him to say stuff. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. and it's the most like entry level cliche dirty talk crap like i feel right. like men want to hear like the same four things yeah Just i'm a slut say, um, you know yeah yeah it's yours yeah, yeah. whose is it that kind of <laughs> shit yeah it's big i yeah, love it a lot of it's ownership so, stuff yeah it's a lot of owner you know yeah. what i've realized is a lot of dirty talk for men is men are always asking do you like we just want proof they like it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always like you like it like because you know somewhere in my head i know for sure like i'm not positive you do you, you, it's like a combination like you want them to be like at least in bed you want him to be like a total slut about it yeah but only for you which yeah can't yeah yeah because like how can no, you it doesn't slut, make sense yeah if you like, like oh i'm starving for dick but just yours you're like, <laughs> yeah i win i won this fight i won yeah. this battle yeah she's mine yeah it's totally ridiculous it's but absolutely stupid but that's why there are tall buildings because people feel bad about dicks yeah, yeah, yeah if not for if all if penises came in a universal size ever we'd live in huts yeah, there'd be no competition, really. Yeah, we'd all just be mellow. Communism would have worked. Yeah, that's <laughs> what. That's how you get communism, is you just have a universal, don't make it small, seven and a half inch penis. Yeah. Just enough, but not like so that it's troublesome. What do you think George Clooney's packing? <sighs> I don't know, man. It's got to be good. It can't be bad. I feel like it's probably like a, yeah, a good size. That dude is so charming, though. Yeah. And I think that goes an exceptionally long way. It and really he's hilarious. Does. He's really funny. Yeah. You basically, if let's, okay, if we're theorizing that he doesn't have a big dick, he has every other base so completely covered it doesn't matter. Yeah. But I feel like initially the confidence had to come from somewhere. I know. I mean, because Although he was around he? fame. He's not super tall. Okay. I think he's six feet or maybe a little less. Six feet is good. Yeah. And he's good looking. But you know what? He looks about the same height as Brad Pitt whenever they're together, and Brad Pitt's not tall. 
Oh, you're right. Yeah. So maybe he might be five ten, five nine. Okay, that's pretty tall for an actor. It is. Yeah. It is. But I mean, he he was around fame. I mean, his 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 aunt is Rosemary Clooney. Yeah. And his dad was like a newscaster. Like so, so it's I, kinda, yeah, that public confidence. He saw there. that. He just saw that that stuff. I think that's a big. I think proximity is a big reason why people can do stuff. Yeah. Is you see a friend of yours or someone you know achieve something, you're like, well, I know him. Yeah, it seems He's a lot normal. closer and more realistic. There's no fear. There's no stage fright. Well, in our hometown, like two bands, fam- semi-famous band, one really famous band, System of a Down, came yeah. from where we grew up. Yeah. And I think that's a lot. You see, like, oh, they're from where I came from. Yeah. They're on TV. I knew, like, a actor who had mm. been on TV. So I was like, okay, I know you. This seems to make sense. But it's like, I, think, I feel like if you don't have any exposure to that on any level, yeah. it's, you, it's harder yeah, the reason I ask about Clooney is because he just, you know... Yeah, broke up with, with Stacy Keebler. So, yeah, just some another really hot chick or something that he was dating for two years. But. None of them talk a lot of shit about him after the fact. I just think yeah. there's some money. I don't or you're know. really famous if you've dated him. If you can hang in there a couple years... Mm-hmm. She was already famous. But you're really famous. Yeah. It was, I was thinking about it. It's going to suck to be the next guy. Because you're not George Clooney. Yeah, there's... Wh- who... You're just never George Clooney. You can't be. You wake up every day. You know not who's George, George Clooney? Clooney? Only him. George Clooney. Yeah, like that's you're it. not him all the time. Yeah. I mean, the guy's got a villa. He's yeah. always in he's a, got a suit. Compound. Yeah, he's in always Italy. in a tux. He's like what? I mean, it's and even you know it sucks too. If you try to be as good at stuff as he is, it just looks like you're trying to be George Clooney yeah, you to can't keep do this it. girl. You can't do it. Like, what do you? Who can be the guy to follow him up? Is it got to be a totally different thing? You know what it's got to be? Like Woody it's, Allen? It's got to be like a really, like the, the private citizen version of George Clooney. So some rich, like, oil baron or like a... Like, yeah, but you got to know she's bored. She'd be so bored. I mean, maybe, but if you made like... I almost think it's got to be like, like someone crazy, like a rock star. Like covered in crazy tattoos yeah. and like a, like, a, like, a, like a psychopath. But if you were like a, ship, like a shipping tycoon or some like weird, you know, jet where yeah, it's like... Yeah, I mean, where you your thought money's money endless. was cute. Yeah, you're like, oh, he has $100 million. Yeah. That's entertaining. Where it's like, oh, Clooney's got a, like a compound. I got two. Yeah, literally. Like that. Well, there is a kind of, you know, real money, like European shipping money. Yeah. Thinks yeah. Hollywood money's adorable. Yeah. Or like a like, hundred million oh, dollars is million? adorable. That's cute. I burned that yesterday. Yeah, like that doesn't like a yacht they buy yachts that are hundreds of millions of yeah. dollars. But yeah, I guess it would have to be that guy. Yeah. Someone I'm, like with, you know, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs money. Like, you know, that yeah. runs an empire. Yeah. Didn't Nicole Kidman data like a billionaire? I think There's so. that guy Steve. Bing, I don't know. They all seem Anne to like. Way did it for yeah, a little bit, you know. Yeah, like that's where you have to go. You know, the thing is, people give women a hard time for doing that, but it's got to be really fun. Oh sure, yeah. It's like they're they're smart because they obviously achieve stuff. Even if they got it as a rich kid, rich kids are smart because right. they went to really good schools. To, yeah, private. Even school. the lazy ones are well educated. They're yeah. well informed people. Yeah, they're just douchebags. Yeah, they're just total douchebags. But like. um it's got to be like they're smart, they're entertaining, and you can do whatever you want all the time. Yeah. Like, hey, I've never been here. I'm going there tomorrow. That's what... Yeah. And, and by it, the way, we don't have to go to the airport because I have a jet. Yeah, if you use those resources properly, you can be an interesting 
person, you know? Yeah. Like, you meet a lot of, like, rich rich kids that are douchebags. They just sit around all day. Yeah, if I had but a if billion... you use those resources, you can be an interesting... Like, if you travel the world because you can, you'll yeah. be a way more interesting person. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation saves more lives than almost anything. Yeah. Because they're just, like, you know, they do it right. Yeah, they're doing something. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'd be a really fun, rich person. Oh, yeah. I'd be... Re- you know I would I... waste a lot. I think so, too. Because we didn't grow up with money. No. So, like... There's now, okay, we say that, right? No, no, I, I don't mean like we grew up on the streets or anything. But like, I, in my head, consider myself middle class, but I don't know that I was. Was I a little? But Lockerson is like not upper middle. What's upper middle class money wise? I don't know. Two hundred fifty k or something in the nineties. Uh, I mean, my dad was a school teacher. My parents were divorced, so I lived in a household where the parent probably made fifty grand. Okay. But two households, so split. So I live with my mom. I think she probably made like forty grand in the nineties. Yeah, so that, I feel like that's higher than middle class, slightly. See, I don't know what the bar for it was. I always felt like upper middle class was over a hundred grand. That's what I thought too. Like we didn't go on vacations necessarily, or if we yeah. did, they were like, you go. We went to Mammoth during the summer, which isn't right. <laughs> expensive because there's no skiing. But yeah, yeah I, I don't because I didn't have really a concept of it. We when grew I was up a kid. safe. That's the key. Oh yeah, yeah. So did we. Like, I couldn't we, have Air Jordans or like a you know I had to wait till Christmas to get skateboards and stuff. Yeah. But we grew up safe. Yeah. That's the thing I always have to remind myself. Like, as far as just like, there were no gunshots sounds at night. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Helicopters. Not what I mean by money. I yeah. just mean like you didn't have. There weren't like luxuries. I like, didn't get a car when I was sixteen. I had to buy my mom's car off of her. Yeah, I didn't get one until I was eighteen. I didn't. I didn't drive till I was eighteen. Me neither, yeah. I failed the driving test twice. Never had Air Jordans. Nope, I wanted them really bad. Um, yeah, no vacation. That's why I buy skateboards now. Yeah. I feel like it's a way for me to feel successful without buying things that are too stupid and I can't afford. Yeah. It's like a skateboard deck's 50 bucks. I have an, or like a t-shirt, you know, is 25. Yeah. It's not out of my range. I looked, yeah, I looked at skateboard decks and bikes as like that was like a luxury. That's like something like, oh, you have... Yeah, like, you broke your bike or your skateboard, and then you just got a new one. Next yeah, week? how does that work? Yeah, yeah. Like, what kind of life is that? That's the only thing that made me want to be a pro skater. Is I thought they got free decks. Yeah, I was like, oh, they're always. I, when I look at the pictures, the boards always look new. Yeah, that was like the only incentive to wanting yeah, to be it was a, crazy. Yeah, that's another reason. Like you get you get bullied is because like I like kids had like cool Nikes and Vans, and then I had like literally the Payless or Kmart version Pro Wings. Yeah, whatever they were called. Yeah. But they were like, you know, I, you, when you get them, you don't think they're embarrassing because you don't know they're until you shoes, find out yeah. at school for the next two weeks. I, I wanted um, Adidas shell toes. I was into breakdancing in elementary yeah. school, and my dad got me jocks, J-O-X-X, which yeah. were the pay less equivalent. Yeah. And I just hated them. But I, you know what? I re- I've always been very, like, into like labels and stuff like right. i've always wanted like the th- you know i was really in- i'm always into like products i'm obs- i don't know i'm really obsessed with like products dude i could look at a book of just like brands yeah i find like, it really interesting i could sit there and flip through the reason why i think i like all that stuff now as an adult like why i know what nike is up to one of our sponsors um <laughs> i know what they're up to and like vans and like cool shirts is because i never had access to that yeah i saw it was always literally five feet away from me yeah again we didn't it. grow up in, like in in ghettos or anything or like in the third world but you know we grew up in areas where like people right around us had all that and i would look at it like i want jordan so bad that i would just burn the image into my yeah. retinas and i was like 
those looked so cool, and they became cooler and cooler because they were, you know, yeah. right out of you reach. Fe- I mean, you fetishized them. Oh, yeah. Which I did the same exact thing with skateboards. Yeah. I bought a skateboard deck a while ago that was from when I was a kid, so they reissued it. Uh-huh. And when I took it out of the box, it was like time stood still. Because uh-huh. I was like, so much of my youth was wrapped up into wanting this yeah. and not really being able to get it. Because as yeah. a kid, I didn't have, I had like a shitty allowance that I wasted. Yeah, But like... You've just turned these objects into so much more than they are. Air Jordans are like that. Yeah. Skateboards are like that to me. You know, wristwatches, things like that, where I've turned them into way more. It's totally sad. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it doesn't really ultimately mean anything. Well, it's that's just, why I realized yeah. all the people I fi- could probably consider my heroes don't give a shit oh, yeah. about any of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, look, Tom Waits doesn't care about Air Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Iggy Pop doesn't care. Like, these people, they don't care about that stuff. Yeah. But, like, I want, not getting that stuff as a kid made me care. But I, I noticed that a lot with comedians. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when a comedian gets money, it's sneakers. <laughs> yeah, it's sneakers or, like, some, like, weird, cool car. Yeah. Like, some, like, why do you have a 66 Cutlass? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all like, cherried you know, out. Dude, I like, almost bought an El Camino a couple weeks ago. Dude. They're the greatest. Cars. Eighty-one El Camino it was like three grand. I was like, I could sort of swing this metallic yeah. brown. It's like just get a sweet car, start going to car shows, yeah. and meet girls. I used to go to the LA Auto Show every oh, really? goddamn year. Yeah, I haven't been in a few years, but it, when that thing came around, I'm like, I'm going to look at all these cars. I'm going to start going to lowrider shows. That'd be cool because I feel like there's something so sincere about lowriders and the amount of work that goes into them uh-huh. and the art and all that stuff. Like, there's no payoff at all. Like, I think if you win a lowrider contest, there is no way the cash prize comes even relatively close to offsetting the amount. Those paint jobs cost thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars. And they're done so well. Like, I'm, I think it's so cool to a make lot of something look that too, cool. They're not street legal in no, a lot of you ways. You can't drive them. They're trailer queens. And even the the speaker systems, because they have those competitions mm-hmm. where like who's got the the the, you know, the loudest or whatever deepest bass or whatever it is. There you can't even really sit in the car. It holds no. like one, maybe two people because it's just full of subwoofers. Yeah, and all this stuff. And like if you're driving on hydraulics, you, that's not normal shocks. You can break those things. Yeah, yeah. It, they're literally just passion projects. And it seems like the dudes that are at lowrider shows are cool, and they, I bet you they're nice. Yeah. Because they're too, when you're that they look threatening, but yeah. I feel like they're actually really nice guys who just are into the fact that you're into the same thing. Yeah, that stuff is so dope. Yeah, it's really like a weird. There's always like a bikini contest. Yeah, that seems cool. I bet you, the food's really good. You can't good. have anything with cars without a bikini contest. So Those great. Like, and by the way, the girls that enter bikini contests at car shows are like the perfect woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the hottest girl in their neighborhood. Like that's what when I buy Lowrider magazine. I love the, the girl standing in front of the car. She's not a professional model necessarily. She's the hottest girl they knew. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, man. And they look, it. they're not out of, they're not like, you know, out of reach as far as. Uh, they're not taller than me. Yeah, yeah. And they're not like smoking supermodel oh, hot. They're smoking hot though. Yeah, they are smoking hot, but not like supermodel where you're like, oh, wow, that, she lives on another planet. I was thinking, I realized that su- the way supermodels look, I almost don't find it attractive. I'm not into that body type. Not even body type, where their their faces are kind of symmetrical, where they look like mannequins to me. Yeah, they don't look like. Uh, it's hard for me to picture them liking anything. Right, like they anything. Just look bored and dead. It's hard for me to imagine the hobbies of of someone that pretty. Like, what do you do for fun? They travel. Uh, yeah, I guess travel's really fun. But then once you're there, you can't eat anything. 
I don't want to go yeah. to Italy and not eat anything. But some models have this weird like their 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 metabolism is like on. They're like some models are like in in physical ways from other planets. Yeah, they're, that makes you're sense. You're just like, how is your body like that? And then they're like, oh no, I can just eat whatever I want. A lot yeah. of them are on the younger side too. I saw a picture of Cindy Crawford recently, and she's still smoking. Yeah, one. and she's she must be close to fifty. Yeah, they're almost like another species. It's yeah. like they're superhuman or something. Like I guess it's similar to be, and it's similar to being an athlete. You're at that height. Yeah. I mean, yeah. your body's really spread out if you're tall. Right. So I mean, you know, all the fat's getting spread out farther. Yeah, like those super athletes where you're just like, how are you running like down a football field in three seconds? Like yeah. I could never do that. But and models just have that like I can eat whatever. I, I want to know the hobbies of supermodels. Like, can uh, you imagine if a supermodel was like model trains? You'd be like, no, you don't. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got a basement. I took my Vogue money. I or took like my the, Victoria's Secret money, put it all in model trains. You're like, or like I, the ships that you build inside, inside the, the bottle. Yeah. Like, that would oh, be like stamps. A cool... If I, I imagine a supermodel collected stamps. Yeah, or coins or something. Coins, anything yeah. like that. Seems probably just clothes. But I bet you get clothes for free and it becomes less fun. Yeah. I mean, they collect cocaine. <laughs> right. And cocaine rich, and rich cocaine story. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, getting uh, sexed by photographers that are a lot older than them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For test shots. Right. God, being a photographer. Oh, you must just clean house. The two job, the two best jobs in the world right now, I feel. Mm-hmm. Internationally successful DJ mm-hmm. and international internationally successful photographer. Both you're surrounded by high-level booty and you're making quite a bit of money. I wonder if there's someone that does both. Probably. Yeah. Terry Richardson could DJ in a second. People would go. Oh, yeah. They'd go immediately. It'd be like all cool punk, though. If Skrillex started doing photography? It would work in a second. He'd charge thousands of dollars. He'd already be there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all Pretty the right headshots. All Skrillex. the components are already there. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So you could just, I mean, honestly, if you were like, oh, Terry Richardson is DJing. People would be like, oh, cool, I'll go. Yeah. I bet you'll have cool people will be there. Yeah, even just for that, you'd go. And like based on just the punk t-shirts I see him wear on his website, he has decent taste in music. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm going to hear some chrome. Yeah, girl talk would get nervous. Yeah, be exactly. Like, oh, God, Terry Richardson is going to take me out. All you need is a little bit of fame to start with. Yeah. Seems like Sasha Gray is a very successful DJ now. Really? I follow her on Instagram, and she's always not in America DJing somewhere else. Oh, God. She was in Russia for like a month. Fucking DJing. I mean, the only you know what I always thought that was the only thing I agree with is they need to give the people that make the music some licensing. Yeah, take I, the thirty songs you play. Uh-huh. If you're getting okay, I happen to know how much um, uh, Dead Mal gets two hundred fifty grand at is the it win. Dead Mal or Dead Mouse? I don't I've know. Never known. And I'm glad I don't know. Yeah, Dead Mal Five. I only want to know when it when the name's brought up, and then two minutes later, I don't yeah. care. He gets yeah. two hundred fifty grand a night at the win. What? Yeah. The and fuck. And yeah, and I, I have no, a friend of mine knows the the guy who runs also the one of our sponsors, the Wind the Wind Casino, the finest casino in the world. Yes, the but he was like, why are we paying this guy this much? He goes, because when he's here, we gross two million dollars, or net it or something. It was like because he's worth it, and the guy was like, uh, g- give it to him. Wow, see if he can come once a month. So they're wor- they're absolutely that's the thing I've realized about people that make a lot of money. They are rarely not worth it. Because yeah. someone does a metric and they're like, yeah, they're, we're playing this, we're paying this basketball player this much because he puts these many people in seats that equals well, I mean, this much. It's like they're worth it depending on how long they can sustain that. You yeah, know. how long can sustain Like for it. example, like when reality stars do like their public appearances or whatever. Yeah, it starts out like, hot. He's getting paid how much? But six months later, they're you know at the end of every athlete's career, they get a one year deal for about a million bucks. Yeah. Whereas like the peak of their career, they're getting fifteen or something. Oh yeah. 
but that I've you know, it's got to be you're getting paid two hundred fifty grand. Okay, right. you played a hundred songs. <laughs> yeah, you Zero should of give them are yours. you should give a hundred bucks a song to the guy. Yeah, so use just ten grand, ten grand out of two fifty. Be a nice dude. Yeah. There's studio musicians dying in the streets. I mean, they don't get paid for that. You didn't make that music. You just organized it. You curated it. Is there it. like a law on how much you can sample without it being like... I don't think when you play it live. Copyright. Like I mean, I went to see... Ban- I went and saw Built to Spill once and they did an all-cover show. Uh. So you can play covers all you want. You just can't advertise. You can't use the person's name. Like I, You couldn't have a concert. Like, you Kevin Christie sings the songs of Billy Joel. Like You can't record that live show that Built to Spill didn't sell it. Well, you can, you can do that, but you're going to give all the publishing money to, to the, the person. Okay. Whereas when they DJs play these live shows, they, they're playing other people's music and no one's getting money but them. Yeah, because when I saw I saw Girl Talk a few times live, and he's really good at like the way he cuts all that stuff together. <laughs> but I honestly, he he played maybe like a so it was at a festival, so he only did like forty minutes or okay. something like that. But I heard easily, I I mean I don't even know the number, but it was easily over a hundred and fifty songs or something. Right, cut yeah, because they're cut up. Because you're like I just heard every song that came out in the nineties and yeah. early two thousands, yeah. you know. But yeah, and like no one gets that money. But I don't know if like. I don't care if you're cutting just like the the like a line from Four Non Blondes. Give yeah. them some money. You used it, right? I mean, when I do a, a, an illustration, Shepard Fairey just got sued by the photographer who took the picture of Barack Obama that Shepard Fairey used for the Hope picture. Shepard Fairey, one of our sponsors. One of our sponsors, okay. Obey Giant. Mm-hmm. Um, he got sued, and he kind of lost ish because he made money off of it. It was the guy's photo, but he more got in trouble for lying in court. Okay. But like he didn't change it. Like if I want to use a photo of a famous person to do an illustration, I have to change it enough so that it's different. Otherwise, I just stole the thing. Right. They own the rights to it. But then the DJs now became about any money. Huh. And that's like the thing to do now in music is be yeah. a fucking DJ. It's um, Tom York DJ, which is crazy to me. And just continue being in Radiohead. I know. Like keep doing. Keep being one of the greatest bands in the world. You just could you make more of that? Yeah, I'm afraid to meet him. I had the opportunity to meet him once, and I didn't want to do it because if he was mean, it would ruin I would a never, thing I really need. I would never want to meet the yeah my heroes. Too scary. Yeah, I it had the opportunity ruin. to meet the band Tool years ago. Right, and I was like, no, thank you. No, yeah. And my friend was like, oh, what, do you not love them? I'm like, no, I love them more than ever. Yeah, which is why I don't ever want to see them. Yeah, I, you don't want to like roll up on Maynard like eating a veggie burger and you're like this isn't cool yeah. and he's wearing the wrong thing and playing with like some phone with like a shitty weird cover with and he's just not on. nice like, to you because he's tired it's too many variables yeah like i like them too much yeah i can't i don't want to do it and i don't need i already get i've always said this to people it's like i already get what i want out of these artists you're not going to be real friends with them yeah what are you going to just like all of a sudden start hanging out yeah with Radiohead? no it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen so you're getting a 10 second experience to put to like you can tell people yeah you're you're like oh i met him like so what <laughs> like i remember i went with a, a buddy of mine to like this is around like after garden state came out like zach braff had some like weird live event or something like that for some other movie that he was doing and there was like a live band because he's into music and stuff so i go there with my buddy and like we're kind of watching this music and he sees zach braff walk by and he's oh you know there goes zach braff i'm like oh yeah cool and he's like i think i'm gonna go like say hi to him I'm like why 
I'm like, yeah. he, he's like, he's got like, there's two girls right there and some mm-hmm. other dude with like holding yeah. a fucking notepad. I'm like, this, this, this exchange you're about to get into. You're not going to get what you want. It's not going to go well. No. Like there's a couple of girls there. Obviously his attention is going to be more on that. Yeah. There's some guy there who seems like he's some business related per. He looks busy. Yeah. What are you going to get out of it? Nothing. And he's like, I'm just going to go tell him like, I think like I, you know, I really like what he did with Garden State and like, you know, maybe talk for a couple minutes. Yeah. I'm like, but you, you're... Your ex- your expectations are like it's gonna go well, and maybe it will, maybe it won't. This doesn't look like the right time. Just save it. Like continue liking him yeah. up here in your save head. It. You know yeah. what I mean? Like don't let that expectation. Die. I want to meet Tom York if he tells me that he thinks I'm really funny and yeah. really likes my art. And the next time he's in L.A., we should definitely hang out mm-hmm. and buy jeans together. Right. Let's be honest about the odds mm-hmm. of that specific yeah. thing. Yeah happening that's what how i want to meet my heroes i want them to see me do my thing yeah and like that and be like dude barbecue tomorrow <laughs> don't even try to say no i'm like i'm going to yeah. you know i'm going listen to- man i want your phone number now yeah he's We're like we're hanging out if you don't give me your phone number i will fight you yeah and if you don't do our next album cover i'm gonna kill your family yeah yeah that's what you want and that's never ever ever gonna happen ever gonna happen yeah so you might as well let both of those fantasy ideas just keep living in your head. I get excited when I see fame. I saw Stevie Wonder at the Grove, and I thought it was really cool. I was yeah. like, holy cow, that's Stevie Wonder. Yeah, there's certain famous people where I'm like, and you know, you live in L.A., you see them every once in a while, so it's not that When awesome. I was 11. But some people, you're like, oh, when like I was Quentin a l- Tarantino the first time? Yeah. I'm like, Look at him in his huge head. Oh yeah, my yeah. God, it's, it's, it's here like in real life. When I was 11, I went to a carnival in Studio City at a, a Catholic school. Yeah, and Alyssa Milano was there, dude. Now I'm eleven. That's huge. And I was. This is I was eleven. Yeah. So this is who's the boss, yeah. Alyssa Milano, and I'm an age where I'm allowed to find her sexually attractive, mm-hmm. even though she's thirteen, and that's not creepy. Yeah. And I see her at a carnival, and like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I gotta say hi to her, right? <laughs> so I like walk parallel with her. She's obviously not making eye contact. I have to touch her arm. <laughs> In order to say hi to her, I do so. She clearly was bothered by it. Yeah. And like, I think in my head, I pretended that I wasn't. My friend was like, she looked annoyed. And because she was. And why wouldn't she be? A stranger just touched her again. Yeah. And how many strangers touched her? She's just at a carnival like me trying to get cotton candy. Yeah. And you know how many weird, creepy adults oh, God, go yeah. up and touch? Like, excuse me. Hey. Yeah. I'll show you who's the boss. Yeah. Like that's, and I totally bothered her. In order to like take something that I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never are going to get what you want out of those experiences. No. And it's like, why do it? Yeah. I watched my friend when he did the, the Zach Braff thing and like he went over and he's like, hey, yeah, you know, nice to meet you. You know, I, I didn't really hear it, but I saw the in the body language and he was very like kind of shook his hand, was looking the other way. And yeah. Like didn't even really smile. And yeah. And it's not to say that he was being a dick, but he was just being busy doing other stuff. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure he like on whatever level appreciated that you're a fan or some shit. But yeah. like, you, you're all. Whenever you see him from here on forward, you're gonna think like he could have been nicer that one day. But he, maybe but you know he what? He doesn't need to be because yeah. he was doing other shit. I think famous people are obligated to feign a little extra politeness in public. Yeah, but nothing egregious. And I think you have to think where you are. Yeah, it's like, are you backstage? That's different. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in the Comedian where a guy wants a picture with Jerry Seinfeld. He's like, can you do it after? Yeah. And it's like, that's not rude. Yeah. He's about to go do a special. He's trying to think. Just yeah. give him, let him do his thing. The backstage thing is a weird 
scenario to be in because like you're in their kind of their private yeah area i did the tempe improv of whitney cummings and uh-huh. there was like a they someone won a thing somehow it was an yeah. auction so they got to like hang out with her it was very awkward and it wasn't awkward because the people were rude or anything mm-hmm. it was just odd because it's just strangers yeah and they get to hang out for a long time like longer than normal yeah <laughs> like most times when she meets a fan it's like two minutes hey nice to meet you where are you from thanks for coming out that's so cool oh you guys just got married that kind of thing yeah this person had auction like paid for the right to basically hang out for like a half hour wow and so you're just on like a blind date with it was with two people they were perfectly nice people uh-huh. but it's like okay we don't know each other or she didn't know them she's not going to know them after this what should we talk about for this like this small capsule that will not exist. It was like a long Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is going to go away. And anyone <laughs> I mean, that would sign up to win one of those things is, like, going to have a weird, awkward conversation. I don't, the girl, like, got it for free from a guy that wanted to date her or something. It was oh, like, it was she, the, the deal was like, this girl, because this girl was really attractive. And she wasn't even there with the guy who got it for her. It yeah. was a like guy she used to date. And, like, she was like, oh, I love Whitney Cummings. And I think to impress her, he's like, I bought you a meet and greet yeah, yeah. in Tempe. <laughs> Yeah. Like so it was like that. Was yeah, I, the the backstage thing is like it's it's even there's even more weird pressure cuz you're like there's that person I like but I'm I in his feel own like I area. anytime the the 11 times someone has come up to me after a set to tell me they liked it, yeah. I'm bad at it. Really? And I don't do a very good job and I can tell I'm doing a bad job and then I feel bad. I'm not rude, I just I'm bad at taking compliments. You know what me too? And you know what I do when I meet people after a show and they, they are going to be very overwhelming where I'm like, wait, what show are you watching? Yeah. You know, like when they're, you're the greatest and whatever, you know, you, they get really complimentary and it makes you uncomfortable. I just change the fucking subject. Yeah, I've, no, go, like, I've noticed a lot of people do that. Yeah, I'll go, dude, high five. So anyway, yeah. if say we're in Ohio, I'm like, what's, I notice, I notice what's good fa- to eat here? I've noticed famous people do that. Like, what's, look at that. Okay, so you're from here. Like, where do you guys eat? Like, just get. Yeah. Start, and talking to them, A, it's more interesting for you. Uh-huh. And they'll be like, he was so nice. Yeah. He asked me about me. He was like a regular person or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So raw denim? I think raw denim... Yeah. It's raw so, denim or love density? Love densities. They're both stupid. Raw denim, love density? Nope, too long. Too long. Because yeah. we have two names to shovel in there. Raw denim. What about unicorn death rainbow? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, um, yeah. Let's not have our name be a benchmark that podcasting is ending. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's um, try not to have anything about this be a, like, signify the fact that too many people are doing it. I don't want people to see that we're doing one and go, well, I guess that's done. What you mean with our name? Yeah. I don't want people to see anything about it, what we're doing here. Yeah, when you start naming, yeah, we can't name it like some, like a joke about podcasts. That's when yeah. you know like something's on No meta out. jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about no. admitting we're sad? Admitting we're sad. But it, it, we kind of like are taking a more positive. Route. Yeah, which, but, the, but there's a reason we're doing that. We're trying to fix our sadness being sad let's call it the happiness syndicate that sounds awful <laughs> we'll work this out yeah we will we'll work this out in the next few days uh we're literally just over one hour i think that's a good length um that's pretty good we covered a few things we covered aids yeah you which you cured yeah Oh, oh, I wanted to ask this. What were the hacky jokes that people were making about it there were nick you said cured aids 
I mean, like that. Oh, was, the people like that. Uh, what were like, the, don't, like I was talking to about the ride or during well, the ride? we're friends with comedians. Comedians are a lot of times annoying. Uh-huh. What were like the, there's like five things people said to you about yeah, Magic Johnson. Never, Did yeah. you get to meet Magic Johnson? There was, um, a, there were a lot of, uh, oh, I'm sorry to hear you have AIDS. Right. That, that, okay. was, a, that was a really big one. Um, <laughs> a really big one. Yeah. And when you're trying to like, you know, get donations, you can't be like, you know, hot. You just go, oh, good one. Hey, you're fine. You know. Um, that's funny yeah. that you had to be more positive than normal because oh, you're asking raising, for money raising money for charity teaches you how to be a diplomatic person right you know mm-hmm. where you're just like yeah. great L- joke buddy love your help yeah so I'm sorry to hear you have AIDS um, uh, how to, uh, and jokes on like so do you get AIDS on the ride or uh, when you get back is your AIDS cured one. Um, bad it was mostly like along along the lines of that, like yeah. like something about me having AIDS. Oh, I didn't know you had AIDS, um, guys. That kind of stuff. Did yeah. I make? I think I wrote in my comments, "You're worthless." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like that. <laughs> I think yeah. I just wrote, "You're worthless." No, and I'm all you know. I don't. I'm I, obviously it's like Guy I'm, Branham gave me a hard time. He said I gave you too much money. He said you made us all look bad. Of which time I explained to him. The reason I gave a lot was because I wanted our friend Steve Howie to see how much I yeah. gave. Steve makes a lot more money than me and know that that was the, I'll tell you, I'll tell that you was what. the bar. Guy is wrong. He, uh-huh. he donated too, and I, yeah. I, I appreciate it, and he's a good dude. Uh, but he's wrong because <laughs> you set sort of a standard. You were okay. one of the first people that donated that much. And I got a lot of other people that, you know, are, are, they, who do well, mm-hmm. you know, who donated as much exactly as you did. As, as, as I did. Yeah. I feel like 100 so isn't set, the move anymore. If it's for a disease. Yeah. If you're like, hey, I'm, it, uh, can you help me with my web series? Then uh-huh. you can give $10. Yeah. A Kickstarter for anything entertainment-based, ba- you can give almost nothing. Yeah. But for something like that, it was like, all right, I felt like I should give an amount of money to where I'd sacrifice entertaining myself for like a week or two. It's like, let's take the money I would spend on like sneakers or clothes like give away like what my like discretionary fund and that's exactly what it is to give to charity it's like a lot of people some people would say like oh man i you know i can't like i can't right now it's like no one really it's not like a lot of people unless you're very very wealthy yeah you know the idea is you don't like it's not just money that you had lying around it's like money that don't go out to like Three or four bars in the next week. Yeah, or like the thing I buy that I already have that I don't need more of. Yeah, exactly. Don't buy that for like a month. So when people would, certain people would tell me that, I would, you know, you're not going to argue it, but I would make the note in my head, I would go, okay, charity's not your thing. And then I'd just move on. I also felt like anytime I could do something like that where I can make myself feel better about myself, yeah, it's also a lot of it's 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 self serving when you give to charity. You're like I gave sure. to charity, and there's but that's and and when people make the argument that I was, love that you saw my name, right, right, right. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. they were like, do you want your name visible? I was like, oh yeah, I want my but name visible. Ultimately, mm. who gives a shit because yeah. they're getting the money? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's built into it. The self the self serving part is built into charity. Totally, it doesn't matter though. Yeah, and the people that argue like there's no point in giving to charity because you're doing it for yourself, they're only saying that because they don't want to give to charity. I thought and that's it, great. I thought it would get me laid. It didn't. It didn't get you laid. I I thought about the n- number of women that find you attractive and would be going and just looking at the list, and I was like, someone's gonna see this and go, oh, and be like, that guy cares. So sweet. Yeah. I'm gonna let him see my butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't happen. Yeah. So yeah, there were a lot of like. I can deduct it though, so I get forty two percent of that back. Yeah. I got fucking like 
20 bucks from some broke Australian college student that follows me on Twitter. That's what I'm saying. And he was just like, his message was something along the lines of... That's probably more money percentage-wise than I gave. Oh, yeah, yeah. He goes, hey, mate, um, I'm a broke college student, but your, your Twitter jokes make me laugh, so here's 20 bucks. On the reg. And I'm like, you know what, dude? That is worth more... Yeah. Than you know some other people who gave a little bit more that I know could have given given even more. Do you feel like you've absolved yourself of some of the bad things you've done in your life? No, that's not why I did it. No, but not not that's not why you did it. But do you feel like it evens the scales if there's an afterlife? I don't mean if there's yeah if there's an no, I don't think because I keep those things so separate. It's like the shitty mistakes I did. I got to fix those your directly. Mohawk, your mohawk. No, fuck that. Your, I love that thing. Your cargo pants. Cargo pants. I, you know, the only, my that only... That shirt you had that had a tribal um, design I can't remember the name of that company, but they sold it at like Miller's Outpost, Anchor oh, Blue. That. Guys, I don't know if you know what Miller's Outpost is, but in La Crescenta, there was one clothing store. Yeah. So all of us ended up buying the same clothing. Exact thing. TNC yeah. Surf, Maui and Sons, mm-hmm. Body Glove, very big when yeah. I was in high school. It was you called Something Dragon. I can't remember. Oh, already. Yeah. But th- no matter what word you put in front of that, still bad. You can't yeah. fix it ending in Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was an eyewear company called Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of stickers. Like I used Dragon to, my, I remember a friend of mine yeah. was like making fun. He's like, dude, I'm so fired up about my eyewear. I'm going to put sticker on my car. Yeah. It's like, I thought that today when I saw someone, they put the, the, the Apple computer Apple on their car. I'm like, come on. I had an Arnett sticker on my first car, but I was also 18. I mean, I put band stickers. I had a Pennywise sticker. That's okay. They had a cool logo. I might have had a Pennywise sticker. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I had a lag wagon. Okay, that's cool. Face-to-face sticker for sure. Yeah. I probably had the sticker of a punk band I didn't really listened to but knew was cool was the, but you're, like the descendants Some no i like the like, descendants for real yeah I'm but tra- they had cool low black flag i didn't actually listen there to black go. flag until much later yeah but, and even not a ton but like i definitely had a black flag sticker yeah punk band marketing man the clash was so smart i didn't get into the clash i was in my 20s but i pretended like i was yeah. into it just so nirvana cool. for me i was too young when they hit i only had the single yeah i had teen spirit that was it yeah, I think I got the record, but didn't listen to it. I look, I didn't like cool stuff, or I didn't like, I didn't have. I don't even know that I can say I have good taste now, but I liked lame. I liked whatever I was given. Yeah, I liked top forty, whatever I was told was cool. I believed it was also harder back then to get into cool stuff. You, you didn't, couldn't we didn't, find stuff. We didn't have the access we do now. Yeah, kids are fucking way luckier now that they can find the cool. They're shit. way luckier, but at the same time, nothing's worth as much. Everything goes away so fast. Nothing's worth it. Like a new. No one like Kanye's record isn't even being talked about that much this week, and it just came out last week. Like know, nothing lasts; everything goes away too quick. Yeah, the appreciation for things, like, the shelf life is way shorter. It's a shame because some of that stuff's really hard to make. Yeah. Like an album is really hard to like, make. Yeah, who who the fuck absorbs a good album anymore? Yeah, when they go like, oh, this album's great. I'm like, how do you know it's great? It just came out three days ago, and you're listening to six other albums, and yeah. then in two weeks you're not listening to any of those things. How, you know, an album goes from like, I'm kind of getting into it. Oh, I really like this. And then you're like, oh, I didn't even know how much I thought I liked it. And yeah. so you absorb the lyrics and like all that stuff. Yeah. No one gives it that much time anymore. No, everyone's in a hurry. And I don't know why, because we don't really have anywhere to go. Yeah. Like imagine if OK Computer came out today. Yeah. Like people would not listen to it long enough to appreciate how Yeah, you get five stars. I listened to that record for four straight years. Yeah, I still listen to it. Oh, dude, it's mind-blowing. I yeah. spent an entire semester of art school making art just about that record. Yeah. 
because that's all I listened to. It's so, so everything good that it's I like did. when you when you talk about other bands and their big albums, you go, oh yeah, you know, uh, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot is Wilco's OK Computer. Do you think anyone who looks at the idea that we have a podcast before they listen to us would be like, they probably talk about Radiohead a lot? Yeah. And what we did was confirm that yeah. theory, but not till the very end. We did, is that true? Yeah, I don't think we brought up Radiohead until just right now. We're about an hour and ten minutes in. Maybe that. Maybe our title should be something to do with that, like confirming your worst belief. Um, you're right about us. I've always told people you're right. About if you us. look at me and look at the way I dress, you're right. Yeah, you're probably right about all the things I like, or something along the lines of judging a book by its cover. You can judge us by our cover. Yeah. a lot. Pretty obvious. Yeah, pretty obvious. Yeah, we are just the cover. <laughs> yeah, we've yet to write the innards. Writing the innards is a great name. Writing the innards? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a kind of a death metal band name. Well, then we're already on the right track. Writing they always the have good names. I mean, we don't even have to fucking figure out the name. I feel like that's not true. I definitely feel like that is absolutely not true. Well, by the time these go up, we're going to have a name. These aren't going up. You don't think this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first ten? They're not going anywhere. These are just for us. We're doing highlights. We're going to yeah. put a highlight reel. This isn't reel. even recording right we'll now. We'll put a highlight reel of the first ten. Mm-hmm. It just quips. Right. And then that gets you to listen to episode one with an asterisk. It sounds like you know someone who can edit. Nope. Okay, so we're not doing that. Tell the, <laughs> tell the people how that I couldn't help you plug in <laughs> or learn how to use any of this technology. Uh-huh. I asked you if my mic was turned on. Yeah. And I'm a professional comedian. Yeah. I kind of didn't even know when you asked. Yeah. And I was like, I got to triple check this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like we did it. Let's not go too long. It seems annoying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're borderline annoying anyway. Hour 10, hour 15 at the most. Yeah. I mean, it's the first one. We kind of got excited. That's fair. Look, I a lot of, if I'm being honest, a lot of the reason I want to do a podcast is I really like hearing myself speak mm-hmm. and I like talking. Likewise. And I like the idea of talking and not being responsible for making everyone laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can just talk about whatever the fuck. It's we a want. relief. And I love um we're both narcissists. Uh-huh. So that's Yeah, honest. we're comedians. It's not We're both two narcissists with yeah. Nick Youssef and Kevin Christie. Yeah. Hyphen raw denim brought to you by Nike, <laughs> Walmart, and the Westboro Baptist Church. And the Wynn Hotel. And oh, the Wynn Hotel. We yeah, can't yeah. forget the Wynn. You guys have been so generous. Yeah. So my friend knows Steve Wynn and maybe we could get him on the podcast. That would be unbelievable. I think we, that's a definite try. Yeah, And that's try. one where we would go to him. I could definitely get my friend who knows him on the podcast. Yeah. He could just tell us stories about Steve Wynn. That could work too. He poked a hole in a like $100 million painting on accident, but luckily he owned it. What? Yeah, he was like a he owned like a Van Gogh or something. He was like, "This one's my favorite," and like his f- finger went through it. Oh my god! But he owned it. He has bad eyesight. People don't know that. And he like damaged his own painting that was worth you know more money than you and I will ever make in our entire lives or ever even see. Yeah, we'll never even see that painting. You couldn't even see that much money if it was cash because it would be too wide to get in your field of vision. Oh my god! You're right. Yeah. You'd have to just look at a picture of it, mm-hmm. which we'll also never see. From space. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. So um, I got to walk this dog. I think we did it. I think we did our first episode of whatever this podcast is going to be called. Pilot. Our pilot episode. What if we just called it our pilot episode and it was over and over and over again? Our pilot episode? Yeah. Um, 
giving it a try with Nick and Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if this works. <laughs> treading <laughs> water <laughs> and drowning show, slowly. Treading water in showbiz's high tide. Yeah. <sighs> the quicksand that is Hollywood. Right. Okay. No, we'll edit um, thank you for listening, you guys. Love you already. Uh, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>